yo, yo, and welcome to the Professor Jones and the Digs podcast. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Digs. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. Every month, we choose a certain theme and pick three movies within that theme. Every week, we break down one of those movies for our movie of the week. And this week, and this month... We are starting a new theme, which is comic book movies. Ooh, wow. Yeah, we're looking, looking forward to that. So adaptations of your favorite comic book superheroes or comic book stories. We have one that's kind of, uh, we'll have to explain to you why it's, why it's relevant in that aspect. But uh, looking forward to that one especially. But we are starting off with comic, bo- comic book movies. And this week, Thor Ragnarok came out. And so we're looking forward to discussing that one very, very much. Absolutely, dude. Nerds unite. You know, comic <laughs> books for life. I'm a... <laughs> If you're uh, if you're not into nerdy stuff, then this is not going to be the uh, not going to be the conversation for you because this is going to be pretty much strictly Marvel and superheroes. So mainly superheroes, <laughs> superheroes and laser swords. I'm well, so actually, alone. <laughs> <laughs> We're incorporating a lot of North mythology into this too. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, so we're going to have a discussion about Thor Ragnarok, but before that, we are going to have a discussion about our favorite movies within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, those being those that were after (laughs) Iron Man and any of the movies that have to do with the Avengers, so uh, one party. Not any others. (laughs) Yeah, one of us had a difficult time understanding understanding what the difference was there. I just, uh, I don't know, I... Maybe I didn't read the text right. I don't know what I did, but I'm not sure. I made what a completely happened. different list. Yeah, my yeah. top one's just Indiana Jones or something. <laughs> You're like, wow, <laughs> you really missed it. <laughs> You're like, well, that property was bought by Disney, right? Like, what does that even have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Let's figure uh, it out. All right, yeah. Uh, well, so, so how do you yeah, want to how do you want to go about this? Should we go kind of one by one and and just say which one was your favorite? And- yeah, or maybe, say like do you want to five, start four, three, two, one? Yeah, yeah. Start from yeah. Do you want to start at three and then work your way out? <laughs> Should we start at like two and then go to five and then go back in and see if we talk about the same thing for each one? A multi-numeral <laughs> numeric. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Let's look Roman as the no, Roman numerals go, and then we'll go through alphabetically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> That's actually amazing to think about. Sorry, if we went through Roman numerals and went alphabetically. I mean, even though it would only be I and V, but then you would think, I don't know. Well, either way, that's neither here nor there. Okay, this is it, yeah. All right, so um, I'm going to lead off. I'm going to just start and say that my number five favorite movie within the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Thor Ragnarok. So we can't really really get too far into that, but uh, I definitely like this movie enough to include it in my top five. So there you go. But we can jump. We can jump forward from there, and I'm sure that uh, we can we can talk about the other ones a little bit yeah, more than yeah. than that. So, uh, okay. So my number five is Captain America: Civil War. That made Ooh. that made the top five, and I thought uh, <clears throat> thought it was worthy of the list for sure. It's Do a you great think? Movie. So okay, so I didn't include that one in my list, um, and the reason that I didn't was because the only thing that I liked about that movie was the big smackdown, and aside from that, 
I don't really have that much interest in that movie. I thought it was amazing the first, like, I think I saw it twice in theaters and I super enjoyed it then. But um, I didn't, other than the big SmackDown that's in the middle, I have really no desire to watch it again. So I don't know. I don't know if that played a lot into yours or if you liked it as a movie overall um, more than I did. There's a ton of movies in this universe. I'm not going to include the original Captain America I really, up until Thor Ragnarok, which, you know, we'll get into, uh, I really didn't enjoy the first couple Thor movies. They were good. I mean, they were good. You can understand mm-hmm. why they're in the universe and they have to set it all up. Uh, Ant-Man, a lot of different movies that could have been on the list, but this one, it just had a lot of elements that maybe the Avengers had. Uh, Black Panther being introduced was really cool. I really enjoyed his whole section as well as Spider-Man and getting to see Tom Holland, Spider-Man for the first time. That was really exciting. So I think that's kind of what made this movie. I've probably seen it three or four times now since it's been out. Also, they put it on Netflix. So that kind of just made it easy to watch. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't buy it actually on Blu-ray. I didn't, I didn't buy it. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's a great movie. I like it. Well, good call. Yeah, I, I definitely think that Captain America: Civil War that was that was the one that I uh, I debated quite a bit. Um, it was it was in there with basically four or five. It was four, five, and six, and so I was trying to debate which ones to throw in there. But I ended up going with the going with Thor. So. Uh, which ones are yours? Which ones are mine? <laughs> Thor beat that one out, so that's that's good for Thor. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a um, huge deal. All right, so I'm going to move on to my uh, to my number four here, and I am going with Guardians of the Galaxy one. Perfect. So yeah, I uh, man, I have the same. Because... I have the same number four. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> Did you really? I wonder if this list is just going to go. I bet we have the exact same list. I think we might have just had a little bit of inner. Well, I don't. Well, I put Civil War in there, and you didn't, so it's definitely going to be different. No, we switched Thor. Well, okay, I don't know what yours is going to be, honestly, then, now that I think about it. So, okay, well, I'll talk about it. So Guardians of the the Galaxy is great. Uh, Absolutely love the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, And I thought that uh, I'll just say that the second one is my number three. And so I thought that they just improved upon what they did in the first one and made the characters way more hilarious. And I just truly, truly love the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that they're the best, even though they aren't really like the stereotypical uh, Marvel superheroes and they haven't really met up with whoever else is going to show up and in the Infinity Gauntlet and all that stuff. Um, I think that they're the most, they're some of the most entertaining uh, movies that have, that have come out so far. Oh, definitely. Uh, the way that yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was incredible. I actually didn't put it on my list just because I thought putting Guardians of the Galaxy on my list... I almost would just like carry those two together. Also, though, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the humor and the writing was incredible. I feel like maybe some of the plot points were lacking, but I really loved the movie. So when it came time, when it came down to deciding or choosing between one of them, I went with just the original Guardians of the Galaxy because I think that movie altogether is just great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely worthwhile, but... I, you know, I regret not having Guardians of the Galaxy 2 up there because it's, yeah, it's incredible. Well, if you look at it too, though, I mean, um, if I were to only include one of the Guardians of the Galaxy and make it into one, I would add Civil War as my number five. So 
Yeah. You can, you well, can look here we go. Way. Same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder what his number one is. Um, <laughs> but well, maybe we have him swapped. I don't know. Could be. Could be a little bit different. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I, I just think the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's too funny, and I'm a big. I'm a big sucker for humor, especially in an action movie. I think if you have action and humor, and they go hand in hand, then it's just all the better. So I, I got um, one for you. Uh, why did the Scarecrow get Employee of the Month? Because he was outstanding in his field. Oh, come on. Did I tell you that before? No, I just, somebody else told me that one. <laughs> come on. Uh, okay. Well, I actually, I had a, a date with the, um, the post lady last night. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Uh, or uh, uh, the male lady, keep you posted. Oh, man, I'm really. Uh, that's pretty good, though. I did hear a rumor, though, earlier today about butter. Well, I guess I shouldn't spread it. Oh, uh, well, man. I don't know. Just go for days. I know. I, uh, I, I honestly can't think of any. Well, you said you're like a sucker to... for humor, so I expected you to just be really be loving these. But well, I'm um, a funny person. I don't actually have like pre-made jokes, though. I just intend to walk into a room <laughs> and make people laugh just on my own, my own thoughts, whatever I come up with. Improv, improvisation, which is something we'll talk about in a little bit here. So yeah, moving there on. There you go. I guess. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, I don't have my life scripted out. I don't even like those jokes anyway. <laughs> no, they're very funny, Danny. That was very. That was great. That was great. I don't even like them, David. Come on. Uh, where where are we at though? What's your number so, three? My number three is uh, Thor Ragnarok. Good call. Good call. It jumped all the way that's, up to three. That's cool that you actually that you liked it more than uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say it's better than Guardians of the Galaxy because Guardians of the Galaxy is so original. Uh, that's the first one that came out that had this comedic essence in it, and it had this 80s feel to it and was just completely different than any of the other movies that have come out. Uh, Thor, on the other hand, has had two movies already that were kind of lacking and just weren't the best. I, I honestly haven't seen the original Thor, the first one in a long time, so I can't talk that much about it, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to get into that, too. I actually have a point to make about that one, but I want to yeah. save that for the Thor discussion. Yeah, but um, this this movie was just done really well, as well as the director of Thor Ragnarok, which we'll talk about. Yeah. is just yeah. a great guy. So, yeah, anyway. Fantastic. All right, well, so now we're going into number one and two here. Um, and now, because I know that we have the same two, so it's just a matter yeah. of what you Switching thought was them. better than the other. Yeah. So I'll just I'll say mine, and uh, you tell me you tell me if if it's yours as well. I went with the Avengers for number two. I went with the Avengers for number two. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So you went. Well, hold on, hold on. The Avengers is it should be everybody's favorite. Honestly, uh-huh. like Joss Whedon just killed it with that movie. It's so funny. It's action packed. Loki's actually a really good bad guy. He really which is, is something that I'll bring up later on too. Um, but I definitely just I really liked the Avengers. I remember that was one of the best experiences I've ever had in a theater, and just walked out like, oh my gosh, that movie was just amazing. I loved it. Well, don't you love so, going to a movie and expecting it to be good, and then getting in there watching it, and it is good. That's the yeah, best feeling exactly. in the world. When you walk out and you're like, that was almost better than I expected it to be. Yeah, it was you know so what I mean? good. Also, uh, one of the highlights for that film is finally getting a good Hulk. We just mm, have not gotten yeah. it. Edward Knowlton's, what is that one called? The Incredible Hulk? Is that one? 
what that's Edward called? Norton, yeah. Did I, I think it's called the... Did uh, I say Norton? What did I say? You said Knowlton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said Knowlton. No, you did. And Nick Nolte was so good as the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Edward Nolte and... Um, yeah. Anyway, you always do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All you do is make fun of me. I'm just the little brother. It's just hard on me sometimes. It, though, you know, <laughs> I had to correct it. Edward Knowlton. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be giving like the biggest speech in my life someday, standing on a stage in front of like 10,000 people. <laughs> and you're just going to step single, into the mic really quick. <laughs> single hand in the audience. Single hand, sir. It's, it's not Knowlton. <laughs> it's Norton. But yeah, so the Avengers is incredible uh, and having a great Hulk and they're getting inter- introduced to Hawkeye, uh, hot guy, the uh, hot guy, <laughs> and uh, Black Widow. It's a great movie. The entire thing, you know, and the setup for Thanos that it kind of has at the end and everything. It's just a great all around movie. You, you haven't seen that uh, much in film history. A bunch of single movies building up to this one movie to where they all come together as a collective. And that idea just really hadn't been done. Um, so it's pretty cool to see. And it culminated and it was sick. It was incredible. You know? yeah. And that was another thing too is because there's a lot of the movies that came before this that they have elements of humor in them. And they were pretty funny. Like I feel like all the Marvel movies were pretty funny to, to begin with. Um, but I think up until that point we only had a couple. And Captain America definitely wasn't that funny. The first one. Um, and so I remember sitting through the first Avengers and being like, God, this is almost a comedy. Like, mm-hmm. this is hilarious. It was laugh out loud funny. And there was some good bits in that, you know? Yeah. Um, like, just most of it, Robert Downey Jr. But, you know, like, the Hulk when he, like, punches Thor out of the way and stuff. Like, there was, there's some really good bits in there. Um, but, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is just killer. So, which brings us to number one. Exactly. Iron Ant-Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you actually held Ant-Man in that high of esteem, Paul it'd be Rudd beautiful. It's just incredible. I followed him his whole career. He's my favorite actor. Paul Rudd is my my favorite actor. Well, ants no. are my favorite insect, too. So <laughs> I just connected a lot with that movie. Now, Iron Man is number one, and it as well it should be. It it's was a standalone first... film, and it's so good. It was the first one, and it kind of sucks because it was the first one, and it's still the best one. Like, nothing has been better than that. But it was also just... Iron Man was a really freaking good movie. Mm -hmm. And the character of Tony Stark is very interesting because he's the world's smartest man. I mean, you know, pretty much. That's supposed to be what he is. But his superpower is his intelligence, and he puts together this machine that just makes him a freaking superhero. And as the as the movies go on, it's so cool seeing Iron Man just keep up with Thor, who's pretty much a god, you know? It's it's yeah. just awesome. And so I, I love that movie, watching, watching him figure out, you know, and building Iron Man and coming up with all the little things. And he's also just so funny in it. The only problem with Iron Man 1 is that... Uh, Jeff Bridges was great as the bad guy. It just didn't have the most like climactic ending uh, of any of the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just, I was going to bring that up actually. Ending. Um, but overall, I, I love that movie. I and, think the movie is so good because of Tony Stark and just like the origin story of Iron Man. 
That's yeah. what's so good about it. You can have a great bad guy in there or not. It's almost like just like a replaceable thing. It's just a very interesting <coughs> thing to see, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, yeah, I just, I think that Robert Downey Jr. kills it. And so even though the ending isn't quite as good, I think that, I think that Avengers is probably a better movie, but I'd rather watch Iron Man. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it's a personal favorite. So I don't, I think that this, my, my list would probably be, or yours and my list are probably some variation of most people's list. I mean, you can't really argue that those six movies, you could probably throw Captain America Winter Soldier in there, and that might be somebody's number five or four. But Maybe uh, somebody liked Avengers Age of Ultron. That's true, yeah. If you're a big James Spader fan, I mean, maybe. And you maybe know, we, really reason, we watched that together. We watched that after seeing it in theaters and not liking it so much. And I remember we watched that together. And my opinion actually changed quite a bit. It's not yeah, so bad. It was bad. very fun. It was very it's fun. Not so bad. Yeah, yeah, it was a good movie. And there's it definitely a lot of- wasn't the first one. I think everybody's just expecting it to top the first one. Yeah, and it just wasn't yeah. as good. This wasn't. What was the? What's is it? Don Cheadle, right? Yeah. When he um, Vision, when Vision flows by, and Don Cheadle goes, "What?" That was yeah. like one of the, I laughed so hard at that moment because it is, because Vision is such a stupid character. I mean, it's like, it's cool, but it's just, it's so outlandish and ridiculous, even so, more ridiculous than Thor. And that's a lot, you yeah. know? So, so comic booky, you know, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we pretty much, I, I should have seen that coming when I told you to make a list. I should have seen that we were going to have pretty much the same the thing. The same thing. On, it's always the same thing. Gosh, we need to get somebody else in here. We got to get some guests in here. Because we just, we think the exact same way on this stuff. But that's fine, other than Wonder Woman. Um, but, so here's the deal. Within this Marvel Cinematic Universe, we have plenty of movies that we can talk about. Um, those are our top five favorites as we see it. Um, but how is your list different if you include any of the Marvel any of the other Marvel properties that uh, have been established before this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I know that if I were going to include, uh, well, I'll let you answer the question. You go ahead. Sorry. I think that the number one spot would be taken um, by Spider-Man, by the original Spider-Man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's honestly the only variation. Blade might be number two. <laughs> <laughs> I like Blade Trinity, man. Ryan got or Ryan Gosling, yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel. That was a good I didn't movie. even. I don't even think I saw that. It was good, actually. Ryan Reynolds. Maybe was I did. In it. I mean, was all he? the Blade movies aren't like my particular cup of tea, but I thought they were very enjoyable, very fun films. X Men: Days of Future Past was great too. Oh, X Men X One is great. You know, all the X Men movies are fun and great oh man that's crazy actually now that you say that this movie this whole list would be replaced with x1 then x2 then first class then x2 past x2 (laughs) x2 i'm not kidding though man i love the x-men movies i love like seriously every single one of them i'm probably i don't know man i would definitely say that spider-man one and two the sam raimi ones would be on my list over Every single one of these movies. Um, I don't know. That's tough, though. Probably, yeah. Probably over Iron Man still, too. Um, And then X-Men, the original, would probably be on there. Days of Future Past would be a contender. Um, Mm -hmm. I liked Logan a lot. I don't think it would be on my list. 
But other than that, yeah, I think that I think pretty much just the original Spider-Mans and then the original X-Men are the only ones that would would topple anything. So yeah, other than that, definitely. What else is there? Like Fantastic Four? Yeah, Fantastic Four, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Oh, well, they're all the Hulk movies, the Punisher movie. Oh yeah, there's a lot Ghost, in there. Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, what's the what's the one with Josh Brolin in it? Um, remember that one? It's like a like a Western Jonah Hex. Oh yeah, is was that Megan? Megan Fox was in that too. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, you know, Billings, where me and Danny are both originally from, um, has a drive-in movie theater, and I went and saw it at the drive-in movie theater, and I did not watch it. I watched, like, the first half hour, and I didn't see any of it, so, because it wasn't good. It wasn't worth paying attention to. We just oh, started. okay. I thought, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. You're at the drive-in, so one could assume something else is happening. Yeah, not in that movie. Um, I'm pretty sure there was a group of us, and we all just didn't care about watching the there movie was a anymore. whole group of <laughs> 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 better not touch anything um that was a reference okay. from thor so there you hey, go hey nice yeah um no but yeah we just didn't think it was worth worth paying attention to so yeah yeah it flew right by me i didn't even know that was a movie you didn't miss out right buddy you didn't yeah. miss out so uh, other than that, though, I don't think that there's there's too much else within the uh, no, within not, Marvel movies. So. I want to I want to mention the Netflix series, the Marvel, like the uh, Daredevil, the Punisher Daredevil series. Daredevil was coming. sick. Daredevil's great. I actually I didn't really get into uh, what is it, the Iron Fist no. and Luke Cage. I started Jessica Luke Jones, Cage I and I got a little a bored. I just couldn't do. You got into Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, I liked quite a bit. I like that actress. She was in Breaking Bad. Yeah, I don't know. I never even watched an episode of that. I didn't try it out. Dude, I heard yeah, that the, uh, I heard that uh, Inhumans, that new one that just came out. Yeah. I heard that it's really bad. I heard that it just sucked. Is it on Netflix or is it on like CBS or something? I think it's on CBS. Yeah. Or NBC. Just NBC. <laughs> I know. That's exactly where mine went. My mind went. Family Guy reference. Family Guy. Um, Do you have the express written copyright <laughs> permission of the NFL and NBC? Yeah, it's like the NFL Broadcasting Network or, or whatever. And NBC? Just NBC. Just NBC. Shoot the, shoot the TV. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, that another. Yeah, so yeah, those Netflix, those Netflix shows are great. That stinks of that Inhumans one. It didn't look good. I kinda. saw the commercial. Are I they great like though? A, Does it, do they kind of? They're kind of good. I, don't I feel like Dare, every time somebody like I think Daredevil's great. Daredevil is great. Every time somebody brings up one of those, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm gonna spend much time watching that. You guys, no. I also don't watch a lot of TV. Um, it's it's really hard for me to like binge TV shows, and I just have so much like content that I want to get through as far as movies and podcasts and stuff like that. That I have a really hard time you know, giving, giving up my time to watch yeah. Jen or Jessica Jones. 13 like, episodes. Am I really going to sit here for yeah. like freaking 10 hours and watch Just to this? watch Jessica Jones. Yeah. I started watching um, Luke Cage. I Mind stopped Hunter. watching Luke Cage. You watch Mindhunter? Yeah. 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 David yeah. Fincher's show that's on, uh, it's on, is that Netflix, right? It's Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that is a good one. So I'm like halfway we through We started it, right it the other night. We got about halfway through an episode and stopped for some reason. I think we just wanted to watch Friends. We're more in a friend's mood. <laughs> I mean, it's not horrible because friends is it's, really good. So yeah, it's tough, but yeah, dude, mine is worth it. 
I highly recommend Mind. I want to get into that really bad because it's really really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just so much stuff out there that you, you just want to watch and you want to get to. And there's so well, many we're just too busy, that I haven't you know. Seen. Yeah, you just get so older. Busy. You get I'm, so I'm busy. busy. Yeah. I have a lot of I have a lot of briefcases, uh, filing cabinets, a <laughs> uh, ton of pa- just papers. I have papers everywhere, uh, staplers. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just always so busy. You know, what's in the what's in the briefcase? <laughs> just paper, my business papers, just papers. And what do you do for a living? I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's one big of my Lebowski. That's a big yeah. Lebowski, dude. We reference Big Lebowski so much, which we is do. so funny. Is that up there in, as far as your favorite movies go? No, yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's probably like top. It's top fifty, top Firm, thirty, no. maybe. I don't know. I, definitely not top thirty. Yeah, maybe top hundred. Uh, but I love it. It's a classic yeah. movie. It's top. But 50, I feel like I could. I think I could name. Yeah, I could definitely name thirty movies that I enjoy watching. Mortal Kombat being number one, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I go Mortal. Co- I ride for Mortal Kombat Annihilation, so I'm I'm a big fan. <laughs> of the second my one. my I thought, banner waves for Annihilation. I thought that they brought in the guy that was the Highlander, and he played. No, wait, who was it? It was the dad from. It was from Dexter. Know. It was Highlander in the first one, and then the dad from Dexter. That's right. In the second one. one. Gosh. Well, you put anybody in that white hair, and they're just going to look so out of place. I mean, you could take the best actor in the world, and you put him in that weird white hair with the robe, and it's like, well, I guess Ian McKellen did it as Gandalf. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then again. I don't know. I think about it. It was actually pretty good. So, all right. Um, anyway, I don't know how we, where we even went there. That was a good, like three or four minutes of just good old banter, banter, not even anything on hand. So let's move on to Thor Ragnarok. What do you say, buddy? Absolutely. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, start this one off. I think that I gave my initial thoughts first last time. So you go ahead and say what you thought about this movie. Uh, just general, general thoughts on it. Well, I will say the advertising campaign was incredible. When I first saw the, the, the first trailer that was released for this, definitely got me hyped up. I kind of saw that they were doing a Guardians of the Galaxy-esque thing uh, for this movie. And that's the one thing that worried me the most about it. Was like, oh, are they just going to copy Guardians of the Galaxy? Which, there are elements from that movie. There are elements that kind of make it similar. But... Man, starting from the opening scene where Thor is narrating, it's like, you know, panning. And he's like, I guess you're wondering, I bet you're wondering why, how I got here. And he's saying something and then it shows him in the cage and he's just, he's literally just narrating, like talking. He's actually talking right then to himself. (laughs) And like like that comic bit was just like, and from that on when he's battling the, I don't know, the Ragnarok guy, the demon guy. I did not write his name down. I should have. I I didn't either. Um. I forget the big devil looking guy, but I don't think that but, he plays into actual Ragnarok itself, like what Ragnarok is. So I don't know. I don't know what he was. I don't know. So from that opening scene, when Thor uses his hammer and starts like flying around and killing all the little demon dudes, you already notice that something is different. Like whatever the effects they did in that scene, I, I don't know. It's just different looking. And it was so cool to watch. So fun to watch. The action already was just like on a different level. Mm-hmm. And I loved that about it. Uh, but then, yeah, throughout the movie, man, it is hilarious. There are some scenes in this movie that made me cry. 
laughing, mm-hmm. not really mm-hmm. emotionally. The acting in it was great. There was a couple lulls in it, a couple things that I was like, eh, you know. But overall, I'd say it was a solid movie. Yeah. I really is a, is a great addition. I think it's the first great addition that I've had in a while um, to the Marvel Universe, at least. Spider Man Homecoming. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was great, but Spider Man Homecoming was. A bit of a disappointment. Isn't that it funny that good. Spider-Man Homecoming wasn't in either of our lists? We didn't even mention that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it wasn't, wasn't that bad, but it was just a bit of a disappointment to me. It's just so, it just, it's just completely not as good as the other Spider-Mans. So it just, and it that's just what comes you're comparing off as a disappointment. To, so it's like, sorry, it you're going to be compared to those Sam Raimi ones and it dwarfs in comparison. I'm sorry. Yeah, whereas Thor has an open playing field. Yeah, this is the only it's, Thor I know, and it's fantastic. Yeah, this, this movie, it has an open playing field. The first two movies were meh, but now this third movie, it just kind of took off. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. All the actors that are in it, the writing was genius, and yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I felt the same way, man, and I, and I appreciate what you said about the marketing campaign because they did have some really strong trailers that just made it mm-hmm. look awesome, but I had the and I remember having this conversation sometime last year being like, are they just going to rip off Guardians of the Galaxy, though, and it's just going to be kind of that thing? And I feel, like they, I feel like they used the Guardians of the Galaxy as inspiration to do something different like something just really fun and something really good. It's not like they were ripping off guardians of the galaxy. It's just that they watched guardians of the galaxy, not take themselves seriously at all and realized that they have the license to do just whatever they want. They can make just a fun, crazy Thor movie and we'll all love it. And that's why we love this movie is because it's ridiculous and it's awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so freaking funny. That was, that was just the biggest thing for me is that I was laughing the entire way through this thing. But it's also got really good characters. It's got a really solid story. Had a couple moments that I thought were very, very touching and emotionally strong. Um, and so, man, I was, I'm was i a big fan of this one. I'm a really big fan of Thor Ragnarok. And we both had it in our top five list. So, I mean, it's... That already says something about it. Yeah, and, and for me, um, with Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, and then this, I had a hard time choosing between any of those. Like, I feel like I could interchange any of those on my top five list, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. This could just, just as well be three for me. This could be number three. Yeah. And I wouldn't, so I wouldn't argue. When it first, when it, when the advertising first started and you had that thought about it being a like guardians, it definitely does fall into that category, mm-hmm. but they just did it really well, mm-hmm. you know? And so you, it's funny how you kind of consider this in the same realm as guardians one, one and two, because it's just like the same, I would get like a trilogy package of just those three movies. <laughs> they're very, you know, because yeah, no, they're such a good point. They're very similar in theme, yeah. and you can watch every one, you know, probably back to back, and you're just kind of in the same, kind of in the same place. I kind of half expected something to happen too in this movie. I kept expecting like the Guardians to show up at some point because it just oh, it yeah, was that'd so. Be cool. You know, you could see it happening, so why yeah. not? You know, well, the Doctor Strange reference was uh, was cool. Oh yeah, did you like Doctor Strange? I don't know if we've ever did you did you see the movie yeah yeah you saw it right uh it was different it's fun it was a different movie it was fun it was like ant-man made like zero impact on me i was like cool that was cool yeah it was like ant-man very similar just kind of a spin-off that they needed to do to add that character to infinity war yeah exactly which they did you know like ant-man and the wasp 
not really looking forward to it yeah. too much. But hey, if they bring back Michael Pena. That's true. That's a good point. You know, I'm actually um the thing about him though is that his his uh his cameo in this was was pretty good. It's pretty funny. It was. I'm really looking forward to seeing him interact with the other characters with everybody I think else. That that's the original, you know, the original Thor movie. I didn't love it. But then, and I didn't love, or no, I guess the only one was Thor. That was the first one. And then when it came to Avengers, I was like, I didn't like love Thor. So it's not like I'm crazy about this, but he was so awesome. When you put him in a room with, uh, with, uh, Chris Evans and, um, Robert Downey Jr. It was just like, oh sweet. These guys are great together. They play off each other Mm -hmm. terrifically. So yeah, I love that. I love that element of it. Um, well, let's let's get into this. Um, I, I highlighted a couple of the main players just because I don't want to focus on every single actor because there's a ton of different actors in here. Um, but first off, director is it Taika Watiti? Is that his name? Is that how you pronounce? Yeah, that? I think it's Watiti. Y T T. I think yeah. Taika. Taika. Is it is Taika it or Taika? Feels like it's Taika, but maybe not. Taika. Should have looked Waititi. that up how to pronounce that. Either way, um, <laughs> Taika. YTT. <laughs> oh, I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but I thought that he did a great job. Um, and uh, something that I heard about him is that he allowed for the actors to do a ton of improv. Like, they, I read that like 80% of this is improv. I don't buy that. I don't think that they strayed that far from no. the script. But I mean, either way, I think that that's cool that a lot of the jokes are probably, probably Mark Ruffalo's and Chris Hemsworth's and uh, whoever else. Jeff Goldblum's. And Jeff Goldblum. Absolutely. Oh and gosh. Can't wait to talk about him. He played a major character too. He played Korg. He did the rock yeah. guy. So I actually have, well, I'll get to that later. Yeah. We can talk yeah, about him later. This man is one of my actually in the past, like year and a half, two years, maybe two and a half years. Uh, when what we do in the shadows came out, I had seen flight of the Concords. I'm familiar with Jermaine and the New Zealand comedy culture that they have over there. And then seeing what we do in the shadows, that movie is so funny. Yeah, dude. Uh, if you don't know what, what we do in the shadows <laughs> is, it's a mockumentary basically about vampires. These like three vampires live in a flat together and it's like the real world with vampires. And it's just the funniest thing. It's like it's the funniest. It's very thing much like The Office, except it is. for I don't know. It's hilarious. It's really, really good. And you showed it to me because I was I was apprehensive to watch it. I was like, I don't know, man. That looks kind of silly. And then we sat down and watched it. Dishes in like three hundred years. <laughs> just so many. Like you look over the dishes. And there's so many like so many bones sitting there, just so bloody. <laughs> It's yeah, it's hilarious. Really well done. Uh, apparently he started out doing little comedy short films. Uh, I forget what the history is. Maybe he got into Sundance or something. I'd have to Wikipedia, it. but, but he, from there he kind of just grew in popularity. Um, also one of the, I actually wrote this down. One of my favorite things that I saw about him is, uh, he began okay, so he began making comical short films for New Zealand's annual forty-eight hour film contest. Uh in two thousand five, um he got an Academy Award nomination, and at the award ceremony, he famously feigned falling asleep as the nominations were being read out. That was like his com- it's like a famous comic bit that like they're reading the nominations for it and he just acted like he was asleep. No way. 
Yeah. Gosh, so. I wish I would have read that, man. I I just it, looked up his filmography, and the only one I really knew was What We Do in the Shadows. So that was the only thing I wrote down for him. But, yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm interested to see his other short films. Uh, well, that you two know, cars one night. Yeah, uh-huh. that that makes me very excited for what he does in the future because this film is it going to be a huge success. Like it landed so well. It landed really well and you know that it was very much like Chris Gunn uh, or excuse me James Gunn with Guardians of the mm-hmm. Galaxy where everybody's like, "Oh man, that guy's a good director. He's hilarious. Yep. He can definitely take the helm of superhero movies or an action movie and make it make it an action comedy." And so, um yeah, I thought that he did he did a fantastic job and I'm so excited to see what he does in the future and I hope that he gets free reign and free license to do something cool after this. I do too. Not, you know, something other than Thor or something other than Marvel. I think that he could, he could take some outlandish idea, whether it's sci-fi or fantasy or just anything within the regular world. Um, I think he could do something sick. So he's hilarious. And adding the New Zealand esque humor to this movie, just having Korg, as soon as that Korg guy started talking, I was like, nice. See, and I thought it was their manager. I didn't realize that that was him. Oh, Murray. I heard the voice. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, is it Murray? Is that guy's, that guy's yeah, think, name? Because he was also I don't also know the actor's real Carrey name, but yeah, movie, Murray. Yes, man. Um, but yeah, I He's thought pretty it was, funny in that. Yeah, yeah, he is. I thought, I thought that it was that guy. Uh, so I was pretty surprised when I read it when I read that it was him, but he, yeah, and he was hilarious is that I, there's a couple of, a couple of lines that he has that were super funny. Um, but let's talk about, so we're going to skip Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston as Thor and Loki. We all know that everybody loves them and they're great. So yeah. they've had very great careers, very successful. Uh, what did you think of Kate Blanchett as Hella? Well, it's hilarious. Cause you just haven't seen her in much lately. I know. I hadn't seen her, you know, uh, besides Lord of the Rings, you know, so yeah, Lord of the Rings. And, uh, I mean, she's, she's a terrific actress and seeing one her the in best. the trailer, she's one of the best and seeing her in the trailer, I was excited, but her performance was incredible. I, know. I mean, she's not going to deliver a not good, you know, performance. Um, so a big thing for Kate Blanchett when she was, uh, when she was trying to get, or when she was being considered for this role is that her kids were very supportive of her, um, of her taking part in this film because they're big fans of the, of the Marvel cinematic universe. So, uh, that was like, that was a big factor in her getting into this, um, which is much like Viggo Mortensen being, uh, being encouraged by his oldest son to, uh, to do the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So boom, there you go. Hey, what do you know? parallel between similar yeah. movies who knew it um but yeah I, I loved her character though dude i loved i loved her in it and i loved uh, i loved her character so she was she was fantastic she was um, hella good <laughs> oh that's uh, a good one actually um ooh. <laughs> but i think that um i think that this is this was a big thing for me too is that many of the uh, marvel movies don't have that good of bad guys we kind of talked about that with like jeff bridges while he's a really good actor and he did good job in that role um it's not like he was, it was like the best bad guy in the world uh loki's been really the only one that was truly awesome in the first yeah, he Avengers. was great he was great yeah, he the was Avengers. freaking awesome ultron was although james spader did a great job with the voice acting the character loved it. yeah the yeah. character didn't really go anywhere it didn't go to the places that you kind of wanted it to go yeah, that makes well, sense. Geez, they've been building up Thanos for so long too. It's kind of like, are you guys gonna like? Are you gonna be able to deliver with that? You know, with that's with the scary the Thanos. Thing. I mean, Josh Brolin's great. Yeah, no, he is great. But it's like, is the character actually gonna be that that bad? I you just, know? I'm like, not gonna... really looking forward to watching a big purple guy. I know, me neither. 
He looks I watched like enough a, Barney when I was a kid. <laughs> you know? What's the What's that one guy in uh in the Power Rangers? The purple guy with the fangs and stuff with the wings. Remember that? The gold. The oh. Gold. Oh. I, I don't know. Remember? I don't know. But he's. Did you he's ever see in, the new Power Rangers movie? Yeah. Oh. I didn't it's, see it. It's horrible, dude. It's crazy is, how bad it is. Is it's it just really like, that bad? I mean, it's not like it's just. Watching it critically, it's like missed opportunity after missed opportunity. You know what I mean? You I just watch it that. and you're like, there are just thousands of ways to improve this movie. Literally you just, thousands. You, you always <laughs> have to wonder, how can a studio let this happen? I mean, same with Fantastic Four. You the know what it Fantastic is? Because Four. the studios are making it happen. Like, I'm sure that the director probably had, like, better ideas, and they're like, well, you got to do this. You got to make it happen like oh, this. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? I don't even know. I it's don't, like Suicide I Squad. Apparently, David Ayer was pretty angry. Um, yeah, he had a totally different movie in mind. And I bet it would have been so good. I bet it would have been great. So much. Well, that's a huge problem with the DC universe is that they just, yeah. They keep well, also, blowing it. Zack Snyder just. He's kind of derailed a little bit. We should talk about Zack Snyder sometime because he's an interesting, interesting character. While I love some of his original previous films, he's really gone on to do some just horrible, horrible things. Yeah, the DC but, universe is strange. And yeah, Wonder Woman was just terrible, too. <laughs> <laughs> just use any way, any way I can to slip that. <laughs> like that movie, and I thought that Patty Jenkins did a good job directing it, so I don't know what you want. Yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just awful. <laughs> Yeah, you agree but, with me. Um, it was awful. Okay, yeah, move. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's move on. Um, Kate Blanchett was good. Uh, what do you think about our boy Jeff Goldblum, though? Huh, dude. Jeff Goldblum. Okay, this is one point I wanted to make. Jeff Goldblum was finally given the creative freedom that he deserves and needs in a movie. It's outrageous. He's such a funny and comical guy that when I saw that last night, because he's in a few episodes of the show Portlandia. And when he shows up in that show, it is so hilarious because the things that he does, you know, that it's all just improv and you know that that's actually who he is. You know, like that's his sense of humor. That's what Jeff Goldblum does. And in a lot of movies, I feel like, well, you know, you got Independence Day, incredible Jurassic Park, incredible uh, Lost World kind of. He did OK. I liked um, him. I liked him in Lost World. He's pretty good. In Lo- I mean, what he about was the fly. <laughs> gosh actually old classic but yeah not that relevant to us anymore i actually i haven't even seen the fly wasn't he like the buddy by in me. one of those rom-coms that came out recently maybe the change up something i don't know i don't keep going yeah Sorry. i don't know well it just feels like uh, it just felt like to, to me watching this movie that he finally was given like the space and the freedom that he deserves. And it was awesome to see that because some of the little improv lines and little, the strange, almost like Tim and Eric esque humor is just hilarious to me. I mean, I was crying. I forget the line that he says, but he's like, I've been here for a zillion years, which would probably make me. And then he just kind of like blinks his eyes a ton. (laughs) <laughs> he was hilarious. He was comic gold in this. And it's like his character was his character was so weird and it like didn't fit. And that's why it was so great. Because it did fit. You know what you know yeah. what I mean? It was just so outlandish and ridiculous that it was totally awesome. So awkward so, and hilarious. Yeah. Um I loved his so, little bit that he had running with the like guard girl that was with him. <laughs> little bit where he's like, 
well, we don't need the melting stick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what are you doing? And then he's like, why what are you being rude to her? Like in the opening scene when he's, they're first talking to uh, Valkyrie. And he's like, that's not needed. You don't have to be so rude to her. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, which brings us to our next character, Tessa Thompson. What do you think about Tessa Thompson as an actress? Okay, so far, because her track record isn't that that It's big. not that deep. Yeah. Uh, loved her in Creed, didn't like her in Westworld. That's basically all I've seen of her. And Wait, I was she in Westworld? What am she I was, here? She was like a big manager oh, lady. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just didn't like her in Westworld very much. <laughs> she, was, she was Miss Manager. She was... <laughs> she was, uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, um... Okay, here's the thing. I don't know if it's... I, don't, I think it's more her character in Creed, but I don't love her character in Creed. Um, and it call, it calls all the way back to one line where she says, I do, I do have something about you being 100% with me. Can't stand that line. Being 100% with me. Be 100% with me? Being 100 with me. No, she said 100 with me. Being 100 with me. Yeah. It's like, oh, just say the whole thing. 100%. Being completely 100%. honest. I say it every day. 100%. 100%. That's like my thing. I actually like say those, that so much. One of those like new culture, like young kid I want you uh, to be 100. Yeah. Like the abbreviations that people come up with for stuff. Gosh. Uh, well... No, just the use of the word lit when kids say, this yo, is so that's lit. so lit. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what it is. That Sorry, burger guys. I ate last night was lit. It's, it's like, like if what? you're under 20 and you're using the word lit, then you know something that we don't know because I just do not get it. And I, I don't even, I just, it's a popular it's, band in the late nineties, early two thousands. That's all I, yeah, exactly. Great band. <laughs> that burger but, was lit. Well, it was like medium rare. So it wasn't that, <laughs> you know. Apparently not that lit. Uh, Apparently not. It's actually undercooked. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. And and in this, she was fine. She was good. She was this. fine. Uh, yeah, she was really, she did. I mean, her character was fun. I um, was surprised I though. I was surprised to see her cast in this when I Me saw too. that she was cast, and then watching the movie and seeing how big of a role she had in it, I was a little thrown off. Because I mm-hmm. wasn't sure that she could carry it, and she carried it fine. Mm-hmm. I think she yeah, she was it fine. exactly, and it's not like, but it's. I don't think it's. I don't think her character was great because of her. You know what I mean? I She's think that she was just a well-written character. So, and also, when you're standing though, I mean, next to Kate Blanchett, it's kind of hard to look. Yeah. Also, it is very interesting that they they chose to um, they chose to cast a a black actress to play the role of the Valkyrie because Valkyries in Norse mythology are actually like white, blonde hair, blue eyed, uh, whatever. So very very different of the uh, of what the the character would actually be. Represented yeah, it's a good as. statement. It's it was probably yeah, a statement cool. that the um, that the industry wanted to make. Probably. Well, which is a good thing. Actually, something that I read was that when they were casting roles for, you know, st- definitely a a a role like the Valkyrie, um, they didn't they didn't care about trying to to make it make the person look like the way the representation should look. It was just who's the best actress for the gig, and apparently they thought that she was the best actress for the gig, so they didn't care that um you know that she was African American and not what the representation would usually look like. So, Hey, that's cool. 
it's cool that they just they just decided to cast you know yeah absolutely go with go with the most talented you know yeah exactly exactly and it's you know a more diverse cast and that's never a bad thing um yeah but let's dig into the story what do you say about uh digging into the story here on thor ragnarok i dig it i dig the idea um if you're listening to this do not listen any further because we're probably just going to start getting into full spoilers here and bringing up just about anything. So if you are, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It was awesome. And I highly recommend seeing it in theaters. This is something else that I wanted to bring up too. Um, so stop listening. Uh, but, <laughs> but stop listening now. <laughs> stop listening. <laughs> keep listening. Cause this is interesting, <laughs> but stop listening. Cause if you don't want to hear anything, <laughs> this is kind of something that happened with me in Guardian the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is that I loved that movie so much. Um but do you think that if you had seen this movie just on a regular TV that you would have liked it as much? Oh. I think that it being seeing it in theaters had a big a big thing for it that because same- it was it was such a cool spectacle. It was such a cool spectacle. It was. And if you don't see it in the theater, I don't think it'll have as large of an I, impact on you. I think we're going to go uh, again in 3D. I would like to go to this movie in 3D. It's one of those, one of the few movies that I would like to go to in 3D. I would actually really like to go see this movie again just because it was, it was great. And I, was I really great. was like thinking about it today. I was like, geez, can I figure out a way to make that happen in the morning or something and just yeah. go watch it again. Well, see, that's the, the thing is that's like a trend with Marvel movies though. I feel like a lot of times I see these movies in theaters and I love them. And then I just don't watch them again or I try no, me to watch too. them exactly. in my house and I tune out. That's what I did with civil war, man. I was like, gosh, that movie was awesome. Never saw it again. Yeah. And you turn <laughs> it on and it's cool, but I feel like they're made for the theater experience. All of these yeah. movies are just, totally. made, I mean, if you have a movie theater in your house, then you're extremely fortunate because mm-hmm. they're awesome movies, but you know, no, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, so that, that was an interesting thought that I had is if I had seen this in a different way, maybe I wouldn't like it as much, but, uh, overall, so the essential or the, the premise of the film is that, um, I mean, what is, what is the premise of the film? <laughs> <laughs> well, the main premise of the film is, what is the premise? Um, <laughs> what was this movie even about? I it, mean, basically, seriously. Thor goes back to Asgard, <laughs> Loki, because I think it was the end of the second movie that Loki... And that was, was like, something that, dude, I was like watching the first bit of this movie, and I was thinking to myself... I really don't remember what happened in the last Thor I know. movie. I was so lost because I just could not remember. I was like, isn't like the dark world and the dark people went over to, they decided I to could not tell England you one, for some reason. I could not tell you one part about that movie. I have no Seriously, idea. no. I was remember there a like, bad guy? Who was like the bad Loki guy? Loki faked his death and it was like some, it was like a Thor, like dark matter guy. Not dark matter, that's Star Trek, but um, like dark, it was a dark guy. It was a dark, dark world. He was a dark... He was from one of the. Okay. He's from the nine kingdoms because in Norse mythology, there's like nine worlds, and uh, Mythgard is Earth, and then Asgard is where they're from, and then there's another one that's the troll planet, uh, the Frost Trolls, which is Loki is, and then I think that somebody from another one of those worlds came and started spilling their dark stuff into whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, that sounds but, not good. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. I remember not liking well, I don't the second know. one. I didn't. I yeah. remember not liking it, um, but so then yeah. So basically, Thor, yeah, he goes Thor back to comes Asgard. back, 
and then Loki's in charge, and he kind of like dethrones Loki. And, and Matt then, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> wait, who's? I never looked that up. Who was the other guy? Who was playing? Uh, who was playing? Thor? I didn't even see. I didn't even. I couldn't I recognize him. It was yeah, just Matt that Damon. That was hilarious, though, man. I laughed so hard when that was Matt yeah. Damon. And the other guy was Sam Neill that was playing Odin. Oh yeah, yeah. Sam yeah. Neill, the guy from uh, Jurassic the, Park. That played Doctor No, that's Doctor Malcolm, not Doctor Malcolm. The other guy from Jurassic Park. Doc uh Doctor Octavius. Doctor Grant. Doctor yeah, Doc Ock. Doctor Grant. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I that was that was super funny. But what did you think about the uh what did you think about the Doctor Strange little Just all little of that cameo? So it, I just thought it was funny how they immediately they go to like New York and they just immediately are so suave looking and just had such like cool fitted clothing. I was like, geez, where'd you get that in the rainbow time thing that you went through? You know, <laughs> yeah. apparently they have Barney's in that thing <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Dr. Strange. I enjoy Dr. Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch is just incredible. So you can't anytime, any chance to see him on a big screen is a great one. I'm a huge fan of Sherlock. Uh, huge fan of Sherlock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's a great actor and is, you know, yeah. I'm uh, really happy to see him in Star stuff. Trek into darkness. Yeah. He's great in Star Trek into darkness. Also as a, also a Smaug in desolation of Smaug. Smaug. So if I were to call out some, one of my favorite lines in the entire movie or one of the funniest bits is when Dr. Strange makes Loki disappear and then Loki reappears later in that scene and is like, God, I've been falling for 30 seconds. That was one of the, or no, excuse me, 30 minutes. That was one of the funniest oh, yeah. bits in the entire movie. Because think about that. Think about falling for 30 minutes. Well, yeah, just the principle of it is like you were falling for 30. I mean, you wouldn't even know when that's going to end. You wouldn't even know if it's yeah. ever going to end. He makes he might disappear. Just be falling forever into something we don't know what he's going into what he just fell into and then he just falls for 30 minutes and then what are you gonna hit you're gonna hit a spike on the ground are you gonna fall into fire you're gonna fall into some unknown world that you know he doesn't know who just abducted them there's horrible things going on it could be anything you know what i mean so that was that was a great yeah that was hilarious yeah i love that well i like i like what dr strange does there dr strange kind of just takes the takes the lead over the Avengers and just kind of goes, okay, I know that Thor and Loki are here. I'm going to investigate this because Loki's a bad guy. So I don't want him on this planet. He poses a threat. I got to talk to Thor about this. Yeah, That's absolutely. Cool. He kind of like cool. takes it upon himself to do something. I don't know. He seems, I think he, he's going to play a pretty good role coming up in the Avengers. Infinity We're open. So yeah. yeah, I think he'll be good. Um, but then they go see uh, Odin, who has supposedly been hiding, and with the help of Doctor Strange. Um, but so this is this is a scene that um, if we were doing our favorite scenes in this movie, this is mine. Um, oh. When they go to, I believe they go to Norway. Is that right? Um, yeah, yeah, Norway. Yeah, and they and they meet up with Odin. And Odin gives them a whole speech and like talks to him and stuff and what happened to him. And then he basically like passes away and all that stuff. Um, 
And I just thought that that was one of the most beautiful scenes. And also because Thor is based off of Norse mythology and Norse mythology is very, you know, it's like a part of Viking culture and Scandinavian countries. They like hold all that stuff very dear to them. So he's sitting in basically the spot where people would have been believing in this and the people that this is their culture, um, sitting in an area looking over the sea and Vikings were very much a seafaring culture and having, um, having the elder of this family of two sons pass away and have him kind of just disappear. I, I just thought that that was such a beautiful, beautiful scene. And, yeah. uh, I, they set that up very well and they, they paid homage to, um, I don't know if that's the correct word to say, but um, they paid respect to the culture that this is based around because although it's Marvel and it's fairly ridiculous, you know, this is this is North, Norse mythology and there was a large period of time where people actually did believe, and hey, some people might still believe, um, that, you know, that Odin and Thor were actually real gods that they should pray to and that they were dependent upon Thor, god of thunder, um, and, you know, Hela, who was actually Hell, uh, that's why they say, you know, you're going to go to hell that's a lot of what it's based off of um but um you know she was she is the god of death um and so all of all of this is real and they they came up with a pretty cool way of bringing that into the story story and being respectful and kind of just doing it in a cool way you know what i mean yeah i thought it was i thought it was a very very nice scene and added a lot of gravitas to the uh to the script gravitas yeah yeah what does gravitas mean it's like like strength and uh, like honor to the script. You know what I mean? So uh, I ner- I learned something new today. Also, you have Anthony Hopkins in there, who is just incredible. Meet one of the Bla- greatest actors ever. I love exactly. Him. And so and you have- he was the original Zorro. Oh my gosh! You know he was, dude. I know that we've gone on a lot of sidebars, but the original Mask of Zorro is so good. It I showed bits so of it good. in class when I was uh, at Will James because we were talking about, um, you know, like taking Texas and California actually is what it is. But uh, anyway, yeah, so good. Such a good movie, man. That I movie is so good. good. Was, honestly. Yeah. It really anyway, is. It was one of our childhood mm-hmm. favorites. Oh, yeah. We watched, we watched Zorro all the time. Well, now you got me going on Zorro. I don't even know what I was talking about. You're well, talking okay. about Anthony Hopkins, baby. Well, Anthony Hopkins is awesome. That scene was moving. Uh, and then Hela comes in, breaks Thor's hammer. What's that one? What's that called? Mjoln- Mjolnir? Mithril. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You could have you not laughed, though, and I would have just kept going. Mithril. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. I think it's like Mjolnir. Mjolnir? That sounds right. Yeah, something like that. Well, I guess we don't have to really take this shot for shot, but... Um, you know, just like moving along, should we do like a favorite scene from the movie? Do you want to do something like that? Well, well, I just said mine, so. Oh yeah, well there you have it. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I'll go into my favorite scene. I really, I was talking to you about this earlier because when you see a movie once and you've never seen it before, it's hard to really examine anything. Um, but I would say just a scene that stuck out to me was the grandmasters or grandmasters uh, entrance. Jeff Goldblum, that entire first scene where Chris Hemsworth is in the chair and he keeps like breaking out and it's just like the introduction of the Grandmaster. That whole, all the dialogue in that scene was just killing me. I was dying laughing. And that's where I went, yep, I love this movie. You know, up until then, I was digging it. Great, fun ride. But that is where my mind made the the split decision of like, yeah, this is a great movie, though. 
I'm really enjoying this, you know? So that's, yeah, that's probably my favorite scene. Nice. Um, actually that, that was definitely one that I wanted to bring up because, um, did you notice the music that was playing when he was going, when he was in the little, uh, the sliding Willy Wonka. room? Yeah. They played the freaking come with me. That was so hilarious. Dude, I laughed so hard <laughs> when I realized what music they were playing. That was incredible. Oh, that I was love absolutely how he, he starts beautiful. screaming and then all of a sudden he's just in a quiet room with a bunch of people around him. He's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassed. Um, I know that yeah. that was the best, man. I I thought that that was absolutely hysterical. I loved it. I loved, loved it. it. Yeah, and like I'd said before, you know, like the my favorite line in that scene. I try. I think I said it earlier, but when he's like, "I've been here for zillions of years," uh, that's got to make me. And then he kind of blinks and goes quiet, and then the scene just ends. Like his dialogue just ends. <laughs> and there's no continuation of the line. And it's just so, it was so funny to me. I just died laughing because it was so awkward and so just such a Jeff Goldblumy thing to say. I, lo- I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and then after that, so what do you think about like, what do you think about just that planet in general and like what's going on there? Because they, they bring this idea of having a planet that is ruled by this grandmaster and they have basically gladiatorial games um, that that's, I mean, that's just the culture. Like they're just worshiping this and it's just such an awesome thing that they take part in. And that entire culture revolves around that. What, what did you think about that entire planet being like devoted to that? I don't know if that's like all that they do, but that's all that we know about these people. So, well, I haven't seen like a gladiator esque movie in a long time, like any anything like that. So that was fun. Uh, that I planet, yeah, it was just so it was, cool. It was so great and cool. And then you know the Hulk coming out is just so funny seeing like his backstory and how he got there. Uh, but yeah, I think that planet is it's just so it's a great addition to the universe and something that is probably likely, you know, just a planet that's kind of just gotten a little bit reckless. The one thing that w- I was curious about is how time works in that planet and what that's all about. How time didn't just... he say something? Yeah, and like, Loki said and he's Loki already been, been there, there for, for something. Like 2 weeks or something. Something like that, yeah. Or even closer closer to a month. So yeah, how did do, how does time work there? I have does no it go idea. Go by faster or quicker or whatever. Um, yeah, it must just be like uh, interstellar. It probably moves a lot slower, I guess, as far as like the aging process goes. But yeah, time must be going by very slowly there. Yeah. So they're there for like a day and then somebody else. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's been like a second anywhere else. Yeah. Right. I don't know. My mind hurts. <laughs> it's like my brain, my brain. I started, kinda... I started trying to figure out like time stuff. Like it took me forever in interstellar to be like, Oh yeah. Okay. Times okay. 13, 54 times. Uh, okay. Divided by. Yeah. I think that's right. No time would be moving very fast in, on this planet. You know what I mean? So if Loki had been there for like two weeks, time would have been moving by very, very fast. But so, the people don't age. So it's yeah. like, Oh, so they get more time to do whatever, and they're, oh my god! <laughs> Wait, but it's got to be your bowl. No, you're, um, you're thinking on the wrong terms, and I should just stop us there because we don't want to go into that. this discussion. Might as well just cut that all out. Let's cut this whole thing out. 
All right. So, what did you think about the uh, about the big fight, though? I mean, this is like the huge selling point of the entire movie is the fact that we get to see another matchup between Thor and the Hulk. You know, the first Avengers, we got to see it, and it was freaking awesome. And in this, now it's in you know a gladiator type spectacle. So, what did you think about this? About the whole the whole fight? It was crazy to see it. Also, since Thor doesn't have his hammer, it's completely different. The only time you ever see Thor fighting is with his hammer. So, you know, it's yeah, I know, it's right? Completely different matchup. Um, we didn't even bring that up. The fact that his hammer gets destroyed. Yeah, Mjolnir. Yeah. Uh, oh, we yeah. did bring that up. Yeah, we did a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <'cause I> was <laughs> to it. Um, but yeah, it also kind of shows off Thor's just physical capabilities. He's just such a beast without the hammer. It's just, it's just a god. You know. Okay. Well, here's my thing, though. So. We're talking about Thor, and he's one of the Avengers, and he goes over to, oh, what did I, what did I say it was? Uh, Mythgard, which yeah. is Earth. Um, and, and here, you know, also, and in Asgard. What, uh, what, what are the extents of these Asgardians? Like, how, how powerful are we? I mean, what are, we, what are we talking? You know what I mean? Like, he's, he compares to the Hulk. Can he get hit by bullets? They get stabbed all the time. But if somebody stabs him with a knife on Earth, does it go through him? Does he die if he gets stabbed by a bullet? Or, you know, gets stabbed by a knife? Or if he gets shot, does he die? What happens? How do you kill one of these guys? Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I think these are the questions that are better left unasked, you know? <laughs> I think well, you're I know, going down <laughs> a rabbit hole. Well, uh, then if he can't die, then, um, well... <laughs> Because yeah, you know, I don't know it's like that's, that's the true, premise yeah. of the movie is that these this is based off of Norse mythology, and so uh, many people believe that you know Thor and Odin are gods and stuff. But within this realm, they're kind of just on a different ethereal plane, and so they're yeah. just they're just far more powerful entities than we are. Um, I don't know. It just it makes me question. It makes me just really question where uh, uh, how powerful these guys are. I just am always I'm always thinking about that and wondering where they where they fall well it's so. true and you'd always like a you'd like a little bit of explanation for that you always want a little bit of background because it's just not really described um, yeah it never is and i think a lot of it is that they don't describe it and they don't put limits on their power so that they can do whatever they want if all of a sudden thor is picking up a building we're like guess he could do that yeah exactly. <laughs> you know <laughs> also within this one it's like suddenly he's just lighting up in the eyes and he doesn't need the hammer anymore and it's like oh i guess he had the power oh. of him the whole time <laughs> oh well, there you go i guess he can do that <laughs> it's true it's just like it's just like we're all just kind of like oh cool i go along with that oh, sounds well, good it's a super it's a superhero movie i'll yeah go whatever. along with whatever heck i paid and the 14 dollars for the hulk hand with the popcorn <laughs> you know <laughs> i'll go what along with mean, whatever what? They were offering oh, yeah. Hulk hands filled with popcorn. It was $14 for this little plastic thing. And I said, sure, why not? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> what a sap. <laughs> I'm a sucker. Yesterday I was at Ralph's and they had those, the, the ice uh, waters, like the like flavored waters. And I thought about buying one. So I picked up one and it was $1.29. And I thought it was 10 for 10. <laughs> and I was like, well... I do like Why those things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go through them eventually. I'm just a sucker. I really am. Anyway, oh, I know. Sorry, I know. I'm rambling a lot this podcast. I apologize. It's okay, we're both rambling. We've had extreme technical difficulties too. We have. So we'll we see. have. <laughs> I might add. Yeah, I should put something in the middle of this, like a little advertisement or something. To yeah. <laughs> fill in the blanks. Um, 
But I thought that I think that that was a big selling point. Was the bat? The battle was awesome. The whole gladiator fight I thought was sweet, and nobody really wins it. And that's kind of the point: is that we still don't know who would win in a fight between Hulk and Thor. <laughs> who won? Because they I did. <laughs> Didn't yeah. sound right. Yeah, well, that's how it works. That's how it happens. So. That's how it happens. <laughs> but um, okay, so first point: the relationship relationship between Hulk and Thor. That was a big selling point for me. I thought that it was going to be like a buddy, like a buddy road trip movie, which it kind of ended up being. But it was more just like uh, you know a Thor movie, and Hulk randomly was there. Yeah, so it was awesome. But um, what did you think about the fact that Hulk has been in Hulk mode? He hasn't been Bruce Banner for two freaking years. You know, I mean, I did not think see about that, that. If you woke up after two years and were like. Oh my gosh! Where I was am a I? For two years, what? Did I'm I on do? another planet. <laughs> he probably killed so many people too. Probably. Yeah, I'd love to see a movie just about those two years. Which it really one thing, like made it? Go ahead. Well, one thing I just I didn't expect was just watching Hulk, Hulk talk, Hulk walk around like you see him when he's fighting and stuff. But then usually he shrinks down to Banner. So it was mm-hmm. just so weird, and the little sense of humor that they created for him and like his. Just him as a character, almost as like a big dumb animal, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was so funny. Some of the things that he said, you know, uh, Hulk's like raging fire. <laughs> Thor's like little weak fire. He's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know uh, Hulk like fire. Thor like water. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was it was funny. It was really well written. They did a great job. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I thought that that I thought that the. Hulk being an actual character himself. It was very, uh, it was very, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde ish. You know what I mean? Um, sure. I thought that they, what, what, what was the sure? <laughs> well, I don't know. What do- I don't know what Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is. Am I being, I'm sorry. You don't know what Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde Dr. is? Dr. Jekyll. What is that from? It's like an old story, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I don't know. I've never heard of this. It's just really obscure. <laughs> really obscure names. You're like, it's just kind of like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I'm like, well, sure, I'll go along this with that. Is such, I don't know who wrote it, but it's a classic work of fiction. Like, it's, it's, yeah, uh, I would, I don't know. Sure, it's it hilarious. is Dr. Jekyll. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, well, so the guy is Dr. Jekyll, and he makes, I think, that he makes some sort of uh, solution or potion or something like that. And when he drinks it, he becomes Mr. Hyde, who is a much larger and evil version of himself. And he ends up having these two alternate egos that are constantly at odds with each other. Sound familiar? Oh, was it written? Was it? So did they just copy the Hulk? I think think that the Hulk totally ripped it off. It was before. Is this new? Is this like 2016? (laughs) (laughs) Is it on Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) It was like early in the 1900s, I think. It's like, it's kind of like goes along with like Treasure Island or The Jungle Book or something like that. Like one of those classic works. Classics like The Jungle Book or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. (laughs) I, dude, I swear, man. It's, it's up there. Like, (laughs) okay. Yeah. I'll give it a read. I'll get you know. I'll check it out. <laughs> I've never read it. I just know what it is. Um, but anyway, uh, oh gosh, I don't even know where. Well, what we're, so so Hulk is his alter ego, and it uh, definitely. I always think of the Hulk turning into just a monster for a little while, and then immediately going and then back. shrinking back. 
so it was interesting to see him um, just be Hulk for like two years. And what happens if he never turns back? And will he ever turn back? And that's what he was super afraid of at the end of this movie. And so, dude, how does it resolve? Does he actually turn back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's Banner at the end when they're in the ship. Yeah. He's he's Mark Ruffalo again. Yeah. You know, one thing that I really loved also is that since he's been Hulk for two years, Mark Ruffalo or, you know, Bruce Banner is kind of like wacky. He's kind of like his brain's a little fried. So the stuff he's saying, it's he's really goofy. And Mm -hmm. I just loved it. Like Mark Ruffalo killed it in this one for sure. Like I I haven't been fully convinced on him. Uh, In the Avengers, I thought he did a great job. Age of Ultron and yeah, Age of Ultron. I was not convinced at all. No, no, of his performance in there. But he was yeah, phoning it in in that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and and this one was just yeah, it was just so good. I'm trying to think of any lines in there in the middle there before we jump to more getting towards the end of the movie and stuff. But well, something that the, something that um I thought was really funny and it definitely there's a couple there's a couple jokes that happen near the end there um where they say he wears Tony's clothes because Tony's oh, clothes yeah. were in there and he's like Tony always wears his pants so tight, you know, and he's I just know. like sitting there trying yeah, to stretch Yeah, he keeps him out. like itching. That's so funny. And then also um Thor is trying to figure out what his code name is in the computer oh, yeah. and he's like oh Tony did this Point break. Point break. And then it lights up. Oh, I love that. I thought that that was hilarious because it's just it's such good. It's calling back to a joke that was in the original Avengers. I exactly. Was, and then also, and that's, so um, that's that's Hulk, the strongest Avenger. I thought that was really funny. Too. I know when Thor hears that, he's like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So hurt. Yeah. Uh, so that whole I, I in between the- scene of them kind of like running around. Uh, and then when Thor gets Loki as well and they're trying to escape and he's like, let's do the get help. Is it get help? Oh gosh. Yeah. The get that help, joke, man. That, that I forgot landed, about it, man. That was that one, that one landed really good. Cause you're like, get help. And you almost know what it is. Cause it's just like, it's very obvious what this is going to be. Get help. <laughs> he's hurt. <laughs> and he throws him at him. Oh, oh God. I don't want to do it. It's just like, well, it remind. you know, we've talked about this many times, but anytime there's any brotherly, you know, uh, you know, chummy humor in a movie, it always hits me a little harder just because I'm like, yeah, David's yeah. done something like that to me before. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Agreed. So. Agreed. What about Loki turning on him at the end though? I know you're like, dang it. I thought, Dude, I, I was thought just, was gonna be I was redemption. like flabbergasted at that point. I was like, gosh, this guy does not have a good bone in his body. <laughs> <laughs> this guy does not have a nice bone in his body. Um, <laughs> But it's like, you know, Loki's the god of mischief and you kind of, he he's always does something bad in these movies, but you always keep thinking that he's going to be on your side and then he just isn't. Yeah. And you're like, gosh, dang it, man. You just, you turn on us every single freaking time. Oh, I Why love, do you do it? I love how Korg walks up and like undoes the electrocution thing. He's like, you want to come with us, mate? <laughs> you want to come with us? He's like, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh man, we didn't even talk about Korg though, because they do introduce Korg, and he's like, well, "Yeah, I'm the I'm the leader here." <laughs> well, I would all, all I will say that Korg is my favorite character. I don't know if he, I don't know if you have like a favorite character for the movie. I did, I did. Um, I actually picked Hela above Korg just because I was gonna say that she was such a good, she was a, an actual good bad guy in a Marvel movie, and I yeah. just I respected that so much, and I thought that she was worthy of worthy of uh, everybody going after her, and exactly. she, she held the movie. They kept going back to her, and she was so evil and so good. We can talk about that in a minute. Well, the, the um, action talk scene about Korg though. Well, Korg, his opening line 
Let me introduce myself. I won't do the New Zealand because I can't do it that well. Let me introduce myself. My name is Korg. I'm kind of like the leader in here. Made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. Just a little rock, paper, scissors joke for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Just a little bit of rock, paper, scissors action for you. And he's like, well, I tried to start a revolution, but didn't print enough pamphlets so hardly anybody turned <laughs> up, except for my mom and her boyfriend, who I hate. As fun as I was forced to be in here and become a gladiator. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just so funny. He's just such a simple, nice little guy. <laughs> and It was... It was so out of place at first that I was I like, oh, I don't know about that. But then I just started laughing so hard. And he has another bit at the end about holding that guy's dead body. He's like, yeah, he's been dead. <laughs> he's been dead for a while. Yeah, yeah he's been <laughs> dead for a while. And then he's alive. And he's then like, he ends oh. up being like, oh, hey, good to see you there, Spurge. Yeah. It's not Irish, oh. but. Hey, it's, come on. I'm doing a better job than you were, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yo, uh, hey, Tony. No, um. But yeah. He's like, hey, that's a little bit of that's a little bit of rock paper scissors humor for you. Oh, am, a- I the new, am I getting the New Zealand accent? <laughs> no, you're not. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, love Korg. Let's talk about Hella a little bit more. I'd love to talk about your favorite character. Well, let's let's just talk about the end of the movie here and talk about what her her ultimate game is. So yeah. Hella, um, and I don't know why they called her Hella. They could have just called her Hell. Maybe they didn't want to call her that because that's the actual name of the the uh, Norse god Hell. And she was one of uh, Odin's children. No, she might be Loki's child. Um, but either way, her agenda is that she wants to expand farther and uh, conquer more than just the known nine worlds, um, which I don't know is that's actually not really part of Norse mythology because there only is the nine worlds. So this is going on a different version of that. This is like um, an expanded universe. Yeah. Uh, um, oh. <laughs> but uh, but uh, she originally was she's kind of like Hades she like looks after the underworld um, and not being Valhalla because Valhalla would be like heaven that's where yeah. you go if you're an awesome warrior and you die in death or you die in battle excuse me you die in death <laughs> of course you do <laughs> how do you go to bed dead <laughs> <laughs> wake up live yeah. um, wake up dead uh, but so anyway, her agenda is to conquer more and she thought that Odin had a weak stomach and so she, uh, was put away for that reason. So once he dies, she rises and, um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a good motivation. It made sense. I really, I really liked her character's motivation and, uh, she was played so well and she seemed so evil, but it also was such a logical evil that you can't really argue with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the, you can understand her thing. Within yeah. the first Avengers, where it's like, why wouldn't she? You know, I mean, yeah. there's so many different, so many different civilizations that have expanded their reach and their power through conquest. And you know, when you think that your idea is better than everybody else's, why would you not give that idea to everybody else's? And I'm not saying that's right, but that's just a total thing that's happened throughout history. So yeah. I, I loved, I loved that. It's in this understandable. Movie. And, um, yeah, and so I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, yeah, I thought that the go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah, uh, the ending really worked out well. I loved all the action in it. Uh, meanwhile, in the background, you always had Idris Elba Hemdale, Heimdall, Heimdall. I think it's Heimdall. Uh, he's like the gatekeeper. Hambone. Uh, it's Hambone. <laughs> Hambone! Uh, <laughs> it's Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, I can't even, yeah, I can't even repeat that. But uh, yeah, he's doing something and he kind of saves everybody, puts them in a cave gets everybody together and 
you know, it went a while through the movie and then they show Idris Elba and you're like, oh yeah, he's in this. Cause I love him as an actor. I mean, he's just, he's great. He is great. I am um, immediately when it showed him with all the kids, I was like, let's get back to the main story. Right, like, I don't yeah. care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was kind of like one of those necessary plot points to get to the ending, but you're like, uh-huh. I really don't care about all this. So Does it, it's just yeah, filler. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. But I mean, it was it was good. It was good. Yeah. I just there good to see really, him. He did some good fighting serious, too. Yeah, as soon yeah. as he gets to the, I action. love Idris Elba though. He's just not a funny guy, and that his role in this movie was kind of gosh. The I Dark Tower was, flopped though, so bad, so, so bad. bad. I feel bad. I mean, he just has not hasn't really caught his his break. Everybody's he's saying he's a good he's, actor. He just he has not gotten. He's not picked the best I mean, roles. He's in the Thor movies, and he... I mean, this is a good Thor movie to be in, but, you know, being the gatekeeper yeah. in Thor 1 and 2, it's like, well, I mean... I guess anybody yeah. would be excited. I mean, that's, that'd be, like, the biggest role of a lifetime for most people, but... He has some series where he's, like, a... I can't remember what it is. It's called Luther, I think, that he's really good yeah, in. Yeah, that's, like, a... Um, yeah, that's a big deal, I think, in in London, right? Or, like, in the UK. Yeah, it takes... It's, UK. like, British... British, but um, anyway, um, I thought the like the ending of this movie though is just so freaking so freaking entertaining. Man, her like, big wolf that she has too, that oh, big dog. That's so that was so sick. I loved that. Devastatingly scary, man. Yeah, and I love that Hulk has to go up against it. You know what I oh, mean? Oh my gosh, I love like, it. that. Was just such a good matchup. Works loved out that. so perfect. Perfect. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. So the plan was that Thor would distract her and fights against her, which was also in. Con- this was uh, one of my one of my favorite lines when he was talking about. Um, I could let you do this, but you're just the worst. Yeah, like I just thought that that was so great. Like, and that must have been freaking Chris Hemsworth just saying, "You're the worst." Yeah, because that's what you know. That's just such a normal thing for somebody in our culture to say. Um, so I love that line. I thought that was so great. Uh, but it was cool. She, uh, she beats him down and says, uh, I'm the God of death. What are the God of you? What are you the God of again? Oh, and then man, he that, goes through that thing and figures out that he didn't need the hammer all along. And it was all, it was within him the entire time. And then Led Zeppelin, the immigrant song. Oh, yeah. Gosh, perfect dude. placement. I was crushed, dude. Yeah, I, I felt like I was just like melting into my chair. That was so tight. I just loved that. School of Rock reference. Actually, yeah, totally. School of Rock. Put Jack Black in there. We'll talk about that later. True boy. Looking forward to that. That was so freaking cool. And then it just showed everybody just. Whooping on every all the bad guys, yeah, they, I was just like, "Yes, that was such a that might be one I'm, of my favorite action sequences in any Marvel movie." Yeah, that was so tight. That's what I was saying uh, earlier about just from the beginning of the movie on, you notice a clear difference in the action. It's just so well executed, so well done. Mm-hmm. That whole battle on the bridge was really cool. I loved it, and uh, yeah, oh man, that ship that they hijacked. I sorry, I just out of this one. They oh, I forgot the button, about that too. The birthday button. <laughs> <laughs> It's my birthday. It's like a bunch of dance music. That was hilarious. But uh, yeah, they hijacked that. Dude, the better not touch anything. That was, that's probably the best line. Oh, I know. I laughed so hard at that. That one got me really good. Then Mark Um, Ruffer or Bruce Banner's like, you'll see what I am and jumps out of the ship and then just lands on, I mean, just doesn't even turn to Hulk, just flops on the ground. 
It's so hard. Yeah, that was. God, there was there were so many funny lines. So in this. many this beautiful, beautiful built lines. in. But yeah, yeah. And, and dude, then he gets his eye ripped out, and I, I did know. not see that coming. When that happened, yeah. I was like, "Oh wow, they went there." Like at yeah. first, I thought I was just thinking, "Is this just going to be like a minor injury?" You know, his eye is going to be okay though. But then at the end, he has the eye patch on, and you're like, "Oh well, I guess we're seeing eye patch Thor now." Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Taika Watiti, he's really got an eye for detail, so uh, uh, he likes to throw in those. <laughs> Stop poking. <laughs> I don't know. Dot the T's and cross the lowercase J's. Lowercase J's. <laughs> Dude, I pulled that off actually so well the other day. And it, no, it doesn't matter. Um, I am a partially ocular albino. Well, I'm fine it? with it. I'm fine with it. I have 20-20 vision <laughs> out of both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the guys from that Wayne World show. <laughs> Sorry. That's Wayne's Rule 2 quotes. Two. Once you get started down that rabbit hole, it's hard to stop. Hard uh, but um so yeah, I I thought that was cool that Thor got his eye ripped out, but um there there end up the the eventual plan, which is the name of the movie, is that well, she's stronger than all of us. Loki, Thor, whoever, they're not gonna actually be able to beat Hella because she's just straight up stronger than us. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. Odin's first firstborn kid. And so they bring back the old hammerhead, whatever yeah. that guy is, you know, old Diablo old on Yeah. Diablo, perfect. Nice job. But uh, so the the end game, the end goal is for uh, that guy, whoever he is. We'll just call him uh, <laughs> Diablo for now <laughs> to unleash Ragnarok on the rest of on um, Asgard. And so uh, Ragnarok is actually the belief in um, it's kind of like Armageddon or something. Uh, for Norse mythology, it's just the end of the world, and Norse mythology actually goes in a cyclical way. Uh, so the everything would repeat itself, and I believe it would be like the sons and daughters of Thor or Loki that would uh, be the new gods for the next cycle. Uh, and it's actually it's actually interesting. So um, Ragnarok would end up being brought about by fire, and then there would be a certain amount, a certain period of time of ice. And then the world would repopulate itself. And uh, anyway, blah, blah, blah. But um, you can see in uh, Game of Thrones, there's a ton of references to Norse mythology. The Song of Fire and Ice. Um, there, there's just tons of stuff in there. It's actually really interesting. But anyway, so they decided to execute Ragnarok like this and only have it affect Asgard. Uh, but cool. Great idea. Yeah, great idea. And just get all, you know, get all the people off the planet and blow it up yeah because you know what asgard isn't in a location it's the people asgard is not a place it's a people yeah so before i get to this this next point um yeah there's that's very cool i liked the ending anything else in those final battle sequences that you wanted to bring up that you thought were cool oh just I thought it was when, hilarious just when that they, the hulk i think attacked the big the big yeah, that's fl- it. flaming guy i thought that was hysterical He's, know, like, no, he's like, no, don't just, attack that. He's like, it's a big monster. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's like, this is a little kid. Do? I'm a Hulk, you know? He's like, it's a big monster. <laughs> that is so funny. I thought that was, I thought that was very funny. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's, that's basically. So they get on the ship, and you have a ton of Asgardians and Thor and Loki, and they say, we're going to go to Earth. Why? Why would you think that that's a good idea? I don't know. I you think, think they're going to go Earth to Norway. Is going to be cool. Just repopulate Norway. 
I guess. Make Norway great again? Well. Don't get into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just was like, man, I feel like if we were on Earth and all of a sudden a bunch of Asgardians poured out and just were like, hey, can we move in with you guys? We're all as powerful as Thor. You'd be like, no, you're like freaking Hercules. No, you're scary. <laughs> All of you are more powerful than like a hundred of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like one one to hun- one to a hundred would be the ratio. So, oh yeah, we didn't even talk about Carl Urban. Oh yeah, this much Traitor. is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. He cool. Was fine. He, was, he was in it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. I like that scene where he shot the shot the human weapons. I don't know if they were. Well, I don't know what kind of guns those were. But this is anyway. Dez and this is Troy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a cool destroy. Scene. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if the people of Earth would be that cool with a bunch of Asgardians showing up at our doorstep. No, probably not. Well, maybe maybe, maybe we're a welcoming culture. No, us over in uh, Mythgard. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. but so yeah, that's where they're headed, and that's kind of where it. That's where the train ends. Yeah. So, what did you think about what was that huge ship in that in that post credit scene? So there was the middle. So yeah, the the middle credit scene was a huge ship. It has to do. I bet it has to do something with Thanos, right? That's. I don't know you what it is. Think right. Uh, somebody that we watched it with said that it kind of looked like Thanos's face. A little bit. Kind of looked like uh, a ship from Guardians of the Galaxy that. too. So yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really have many thoughts about it, but something. You know, they're not nearly as clear anymore as they used to be. The end of mm-hmm. whatever it was, Captain America or, or Iron Man, there's just a hammer sitting there, and you're like, oh, it's Thor. Sweet. Cool. You know, it used to be pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it gets you excited, but now it's like, I don't know. What is that? Yeah. It's a big ship. Totally. Yeah. It's just a bunch of ship, I tell you. <laughs> um, I did like the... You know what I hate, though, is that they make us sit through all of those credits, and then the ending is just Jeff Goldblum doing a bit. And, like, I did... The, I think that was one of the funnier ones that they've done. Yeah. I remember the Howard the Duck one at the end of the Avengers. I think it was the Avengers. I was like, oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? I, I was so mad. The, yeah. Yeah, that I was waited. ridiculous. I just wasted also the, six, seven minutes. Or the shawarma one. The shawarma oh, one man. wasn't funny at all. I mean, no, it was funny, but it was just kind of like, oh my gosh, we sat I here know. this entire time to see them sitting there feasting on shawarma. Oh yeah, when I, when I saw it was Jeff Goldblum in that final one, I immediately kind of rolled my eyes a bit. I was like, oh man, I just want to see something. I want to see, show me Iron Man, show me Captain America doing something, show me Thanos looking at Earth from his ship or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, yeah. but. Something better than that. I would even take an Ant Man <laughs> post credit scene. You know, I anything, yeah, anything, Something anything other than expand a anything other than a comical bit. You know, yeah, because we just had the best two hours filled. You know, of them. yeah, we want to see something like that's why people wait. That's why people wait around to that after credit scene is just to get a hint or a tease as to what's coming out. You know, what's coming next. And next yeah, is agree. Avengers Infinity War Part 1. No, Black Panther. And next is Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> no, uh, try again. Uh, you know what? I will say though, <laughs> I will say Black Panther looks really, really good. That trailer in the theaters uh, a couple nights ago when I saw Thor, man. Uh, Ryan Coolidge, Cooley, Coogley, 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 Boogley. Um, he's so far what I've seen. They, their trailers are incredible. Great advertising, and I am stoked to see that movie. I'll say it's one hundred percent Michael B. Jordan in the music. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I do. I love Creed. So anything that that guy Dude, does, Ryan Coogley. After me, that, I'm I'm cool with that man. It goes cool. Tom Hardy, and then it goes Michael B. Jordan. When Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. walked into my restaurant that I work at, I like almost fainted. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and I didn't even get like a picture with it. I you know, I just don't want to be that Creed? guy. What's up, baby Creed? <laughs> don't call me that. Don't um, call me that though. I do appreciate you being a hundred with me, though. I do appreciate you being a hundred. Let's get one for the gram. <laughs> I don't know. What does it all mean? It's like pieces <laughs> to a puzzle, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it if out. If you don't speak the lingo, you don't know. Man. <laughs> I'm picturing a graham cracker with honey being poured onto it or something. You know, <laughs> what is this? Let's do it for the gram. Uh, I don't know. People abbreviate way too much. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what's your name? They're like, yo, what's up? I'm. And then <laughs> put it on the book. Put it on the books. No, I don't know. <laughs> maybe we should just start inventing our own. Yeah, maybe know? we can get stuff. I've been saying what's the haps for a long time. <laughs> Dude, you oh man. You're like already just that <laughs> you wear khakis every day, walking around saying, What's the haps, guys? It's just like oh Hey guys, what's the haps? Oh boy. <laughs> It's going to catch on. You are destined for nerd greatness. One of the next like Marvel movies, Robert Downey Jr. is going to come and go, what's the haps, guys? And you're going to be like, Professor knew. Professor knew that all along. That was the professor that said that. That was that <laughs> professor. That was that day on that Thor Ragnarok podcast <laughs> that what's the haps really hit. <laughs> Hey guys, what's the haps? Oh, we said it. Tagline. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I don't know. Sure, that was that was a lot. That we, was a lot. That was a long time. We had some technical difficulties there, and uh, it was. It's been an interesting process. Very interesting this. process. I don't know tonight. how it sounds, how it sounded to you, but we, uh, man, some serious technical difficulties. We that got really through it through a corkscrew and things. We got through. It we, and we bonded. We bonded. We, you know, we're we're better people for it. Absolutely, absolutely. But that brings us to the uh, brings us to the end question. I'm going to ask you because I'm really curious what you're going to say. Is this movie better or worse than School of Rock? Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little torn. I think this might be better than School of Rock. I'm going no. Wow. Is this the first <laughs> time we have a split decision? I think it might be. Because I I think it's better than School of Rock. Just because of the entertainment. Well, oh man. The thing is... I can't is take that- it back too, I can't, huh? That's the rules. Well, I mean, I see, is here's there the any thing. Room? I said, I said the Guardians of the Galaxy was better than School of Rock, and I don't agree with that anymore. See, I feel like I'm saying it right now because I'm so hyped off this movie. But when exactly. you really think about it, School of Rock is a classic. Couple it's becoming down a the classic. Road. 
Yeah, a couple months down the road, you're not going to agree with that statement. You know, Thor might blow by in 10 years. School of Rock will, I mean, 150 years, people are going to be using it as a textbook. Yeah, you know, this is how you make an absolute boss of a movie. Perfect movie. <laughs> this is, this is what the, what's the haps. This is the haps. Yeah. School of Rock is the haps. <laughs> <laughs> It is a good movie, though. School of Rock. No, I'm not kidding, though. But at the end of the day, School of Rock is a classic, amazing movie. And this was just another good Marvel movie. Just another good Marvel movie, baby. Yeah. It's true. It's true. You know, these Marvel movies just can't really compete. And I was really excited for DC because they, you know, I thought these movies were going to start getting really good. Um, After Man of Steel, I had some hope. And that's not panning out. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when we start getting some, I don't know, like Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy is the the highest, basically, you can get, in my opinion. Those movies are better than School of Rock. Those, yeah. Those movies are better than School yeah. of Rock. Those are better than School of Rock. You put Jack Black in a Batman That's costume. a bride. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, true. True story. Who would he be in this one, though? What do you think? He'd have to be doing singing Led Zeppelin immigrant song. But yeah. I don't know when he could have, if it would have just been Jack Black riding in and singing the song, it would have made no sense, but he just comes riding in on a bolt of lightning. Yeah, that'd be incredible. Come to the land of the ice and snow. So good. I love that scene. Yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I think he would be a good um, Heimdall. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. He'd be great in anything. Jack Black is the man. You know, man, he could have been good as Hella. (laughs) Gosh, no. No, you've gone too far. I can say Heimdall, but you can't say Hella. You've gone too far. Loki? Loki, he would be a good Loki. He'd be a good Thor. Could be funny as Thor, too. Be a good bit as Thor. Yeah. I can't think of too many people that he could replace in this and make it better, though. Well, yeah, so Thor Ragnarok, good Marvel movie. Great Marvel movie. Number five, in my opinion. Could be number three. Yeah, it's great. Three, four, um, or five. Well, yeah, so thank you so much for everybody uh, for listening. Just a couple things here. Uh, we are on Instagram. Uh, we are at Professor Podcast, uh, which is, you know, we're on there. We're posting pictures. I'm also on Instagram, Daniel Hunter Jones. I know Dave's on Instagram, Dave TJ23, after the late great Michael Jordan. He's not late. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> don't people say that? Is that not how you say that? Well, if you're late, then you're dead. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, Michael Jordan's not dead? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, he's the GOAT, though. Greatest of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Michael Jordan, we're sticking to that opinion. LeBron James is terrific, but. Yeah, you know. Kobe. Oh gosh. Okay, moving on. Uh, yeah, we're also we're on Facebook, Professor Jones. Um, our main platform right now is SoundCloud, so you can find us at Professor Jones. Uh, if you type that in on Google, also our website is up www.professorjones.com. It's looking awesome. I update it every week, and so uh, yeah, check that out. And uh, we're also we're on iTunes, so that's a great way to listen to us. Please subscribe, leave comments, star ratings. 
Um, five star, preferably. <laughs> yeah, if you do listen to us and you like listening to us, please leave a rating because that's huge. Please, for us, yeah, so. it helps us, and and we're always checking these things. So, uh, but yeah, please share or us leave around a to review. your friends. Excuse me. Yeah, leave a review so that somebody can go. I read a review online. I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, but yeah uh thank you so much for all the support big big shout out to leanna preston for the amazing artwork a uh, huge shout out to michael corson for the intro and outro that we hear every week and i might take for granted sometimes but it is it is incredible thank you michael yeah that's great but thanks a lot for listening guys we'll see you next week we'll be talking about should we just say it now yeah We'll be talking about V for Vendetta, which is one of my favorites. So I am super excited. Remember, remember the 5th of November. See you next week, guys. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We live in our lives a quarter mile at a time. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>